Good morning. This is Yemi Majekodumi, Podcast 4. Today I'm going to talk about one of the components I'd mentioned in Podcast 3, re-walking out of widowhood under Widow Recovery Secrets. And today I'm looking at fearless faith and what that, what does that really mean if you have fearless faith. We mentioned last week on it being a confidence and an inner strength. But I'm going to try and delve deeper into this as much as I can. So to summarize fearless faith, it equals knowing what you can overcome within. So my question today is, what do you really believe in? Do you believe that you were created by a creator? Because if you do... The premise would be, of what I'm trying to explain today, is that the stronger you are connected or do know there's someone greater than you, a creator, the stronger will your fearless faith be. If you do have such faith, you must try to understand that you have in you a greater will, a greater desire, a greater strength, a greater confidence in you to do greater exploits. So what does that really mean? In all situations you find yourself, you have creative gifts to draw from within you, but you just have to find it. It's amazing what we can find when we're in the valley, which means when we're challenged in huge situations like the loss of a spouse, this is an inner strength to draw from within you in moments of seemingly unsurmountable difficulties such as the loss of a spouse. Finding this strength will enable you to process your grief slowly and gradually. What does that mean? It is your spiritual strength and growth that will give you the permanent recovery and healing you need. Your pain eventually becomes a distinct memory. So as you grow stronger in your spirit man, it will manifest in your physical. So that means you're still grieving, but... You're seeing the grief with a totally different perspective because you're gaining momentum in the strength that you're drawing. You're fighting, basically, to stay above what you're feeling. In podcast three, I'd mentioned the constant battle of humanity to fight. We have two parts of us, the physical part of us and the spiritual parts. So the physical tends to be always about our emotions and what we're feeling. But the spiritual part of you tends to overcome, tries to overcome those emotions and just fight through so as to get onto the other side. Your physical actions will be productive of this spiritual strength that you draw from. You have to believe in a creator that has already given you the power to walk your grief most effectively. So the question is how? You have to raise your gaze above all the gloom and sorrow in your immediate environment and look for people, events and things around you that can help and empower you. For example, many times there, all what we need, we already have in every situation. But if we spend too much time giving into it, you don't find the resources or you don't see the resources there because your eyes are glazed or not seen 
because they're foggy due to spending too long just sitting and crying. There's nothing wrong in crying, but you have to at some point rise up and find help and get the support you need. So when you look up, there might be a friend that was always there, but now this person could be the one that's going to be able to help you. Or there's family members that perhaps they'd already invited you always to come to visit them, but you never took up the offer. This might be the time to do it, especially during the holiday season, where it tends to be the most challenging time when you've lost a spouse. This might be the time to just say to them, oh, you want to go over? There might be an organization that's constantly invited you to for social contact online, on Zoom, or other it's the time to see it and use it, access the service. It could be a neighbor that has always asked you to come for tea or vice versa. Perhaps this is the time to go walking with them. Obviously, depending if you're in the UK, depending on what um, tier you're in in terms of COVID. But there's always a way when we can see beyond what we're actually feeling. Or perhaps there's a dream you've always you always held that you wanted to something you always wanted to do but you never got to do. Perhaps it was writing. It could be the time now to start doing a journal on your journey and that will vent how you're feeling and give you strength for each day. So the three keys to aid your mindset is what I'm gonna look at in how it links to fearless faith. And number one it's not how long it takes to grieve, but how you hold on confidently and faithfully knowing you will eventually overcome. Secondly, with all your feelings of pain and tears, you must manage to a degree or at some point to still function gradually yet effectively with a vision to move forward. What does that mean? You have to just have a plan. As mentioned in one of my podcasts, that's what will spare you to go on to the next level of strength. Doing this one day at a time, the accumulative effect of this exercise is what builds and strengthens your focus. So that means even when the distractions come and the fear, or suddenly you think, oh, am I, how am I going to do it on my own, is gone. Then you go back to what perhaps what you've written down or what you've written somewhere or what someone says to you or go to someone and it just refocuses you again. You must believe that something great also has to come from the loss of your spouse. And that's another thing that would give you a vision and a focus. So with all the pain and the loss and if your children lost their dad, to fight you have to keep saying to yourself you want something to come out of it some people have set up charities in the in their spouse's name some people set up a support group some people have written books some people have started businesses so you just have to find something that has to come out of it which has to be positive it's passing must bring some good one bigger than you your children or generations to come which links to leaving a legacy. So that makes you know that his death was not in vain. And he leaves a legacy for your children and grandchildren also. It might seem too big to think about it now. But many times when we grieve, 
Cause you're low in energy, being able to plan something or start to draw how that vision will look will refocus your mind also. So just to conclude, I will just say, I'm saying today that fearless faith enables you to push back a fear, the human part of you that convinces you that you are not coping. I will not be able to survive after the loss of a spouse. You can't survive. You just have to have faith in yourself and fight back, continue to fight. Fearless faith enables you to push back doubts. The human part of you that tells you that you are no good and nothing without your spouse. You are good. You are here for a reason. And I pray today you do not give in to your grief. Fearless faith enables you to push back anxiety. That feeling from the pit of your tummy that rises just as you think you just you are just about to manage having your first good night's sleep since it's passing. Fearless faith will help you manage your anxiety. Fearless faith will enable you to do all the above and more. As long as you have breath in you, it's amazing what the human beings can do. And I'm a living testimony. Seven years on, I've achieved so much that I never could imagine. You know, grief takes you to a different level of your strength and your belief system. And you, when you look, when you reach the other side, you look back and you think, wow, you've made it. And then you start to do good in your community, in your area of work, or whatever your passion is. So I'll end again as usual by saying, I always say there's always hope after loss. For more, find my Facebook group at Widow Recovery Secrets. Or for a coaching inquiry, check out my e- my website at www.businessandmarriagecoaching.com. Stay well, stay blessed and stay safe. Bye.